Coming up today, a bit more on Carson Macedo's crash and when we might see him racing again, plus Tuesday results for USAC and the Super Dirt Car Series and the Summer Nationals gets rolling tonight. Let's go. It's Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I haven't done this in a hot minute, but I wanted to give a shout out today to all the channel members who support what I'm doing. It's no small thing to hop in and back this show and the project, and the help does not go unnoticed. Uh, recent additions to the program include Rodney, Simon, Penn Central, and Rich. Membership costs a couple of bucks a month, and uh, you get added perks like a merch discount all the time. You can see the full details by clicking the join button on this video or on the channel. Uh, last Saturday night at Knoxville, we were all witness to Carson Macedo's scary crash in the World of Outlaws race that uh, included a nasty hit to the outside wall and the car bursting into flames after it came to a rest. As we talked about back on Monday, Macedo was initially knocked unconscious, but later walked with some help to the ambulance. And after a short stay at a local hospital, was released in the early hours of Sunday morning. In the aftermath, there's been obviously plenty of discussions and thoughts from various folks about what happened and the response to it. We've seen Brad Doty and Brian Brown debate, you know, field tanks and bladders. There's calls for traveling safety teams and questioning of the fire bottle systems that were mandated across the sport. If you didn't see the replays of the various screenshots, the installed fire bottle was ejected from the car while it was flipping. So it's clearly not in place to aid with fire suppression. I think onboard fire suppression is absolutely necessary, but there obviously is work to be done on the mounting system for the bottles if, they're, if they aren't staying in place during crashes. And there's obviously a lot to review here for sure, and hopefully it will lead to some positive change. I don't know what the answers are to some of these questions, you know, the fuel cell, fuel bladder things, uh, but you'd hope that the smart technical people around the sport will speak up in the right places and be heard. Uh, a lot did go right, though, for Macedo to come out of an incident like that and be uh, on his way home in a matter of hours. Jeremy Elliott reported yesterday that there is some chatter out there that Macedo could return to the seat as soon as this weekend at Beaver Dam, despite his, quote, fractured rib and minor burns. The JJR41 is in the thick of the World of Outlaws championship battle right now, but hopefully a move like this means his health is good, as that's really the most important thing. On a related note, Justin Peck did return to racing this past weekend after his crash that was nasty at Bridgeport. He finished fourth at Lincoln Speedway on Saturday and will supposedly join Ohio Sprint Speed Week at some point coming up before returning to Pennsylvania for their Speed Week, which starts on Friday, June 23rd at Williams Grove. Uh, before we move on to some racing, I've got a sprint car ride update. Ian Madsen recently stepped back from racing the TKS Motorsports car in the Midwest. Uh, and this past weekend, it was Caleb Johnson in the car. Going forward, though, the 2KS Outball ride will be filled by Chase Randall. The car will continue to race weekly at Knoxville and in other events that don't interfere with Randall's schedule aboard his own nine machine. Randall will debut in the car this Friday night at Jackson Motorplex. Over to some results and some racing from Tuesday night. Jake Swanson stayed absolutely rolling with the USAC National Sprint Cars. He grabbed a flag-to-flag -flag win at Grandview Speedway. His win from pole was the second in a row, third in four races, and sixth straight podium result in USAC National Sprint Car competition. He already has as many top fives this year as he had in all of 2022. Big improvements out of that 21AZ squad. The win saw him take the championship lead in the standings with Kyle Cummins just one point back headed to Bridgeport tonight. Brady Bacon is back to third after he suffered a tire failure before halfway, could only get back to 14th by the end of the feature. Behind Swanson's win, Emerson Axum was second and Robert Ballou was third. 
I've been asked a few times lately about Kevin Thomas Jr., and it would appear as though his ride in the Michael Dutcher-owned 17 GP has gone sideways. We haven't seen him since Circle City in the sprint car. He tweeted on June 10th that he was going to Eastern Storm to help out for the week and run the Silver Crown race at Port Royal. He said in that tweet that he didn't have a sprint car ride and was going to bring a seat and a suit with him uh, in case anyone had a second car he could run. KTJ had six top 10s on the year, but his last three races were all finishes of 12th or worse between Terre Haute and Circle City. I don't know specifically what went bad here, but this has been a common theme for KTJ's career. When he's hot, he looks like the best in the business. We saw that late last summer when he won three times in five races, which probably could have been four times in five races. But when things aren't right, he can absolutely struggle. He did run uh, Indiana midget week, uh, and we'll see what else he can put together in the coming weeks and months. Uh, definitely sucks to not have KTJ out there. Tonight's USAC show at Bridgeport can be watched live on Flow Racing if you are not nearby. At Albany Saratoga last night, we had a very different looking podium uh, for the Super Dirt Car Series show. Uh, you know, not the usual suspects that you would expect. Chris Heil started on the pole, but it was Anthony Perego who led early on. Heil was able to get back by Perego past halfway uh, for the lead after running as low as fourth at one point. Perego later ended up out of the race after what looked like maybe engine issues. Uh, out front, Heil's 5H threw sparks all the way to his first career series victory. Uh, Matt DiLorenzo went sixth to second and Adam Pearson in third. New points leader Matt Shepard was sixth after a trip to the work area and Matt Williams had ended up eighth. Stuart Friesen missed the night's main event entirely after a spin and issues in the night's first B-main. Big blocks were scheduled to be at Airborne Speedway tonight, but that race was postponed yesterday because of a poor forecast. They are working on a makeup date. Next up for the Super Dirt Car Series is a July 3rd stop at Land of Legends. For the light model fans out there, the 38th edition of the Dirt Car Summer Nationals gets going tonight at Peoria. Series is back to a traditional Hell Tour look with 28 races in 33 days coming up. This season, though, instead of an overall points champion earning a big check, the point fund will be paid out weekly, with the standings being reset to zero to start each of the five weeks. And I think their idea here is that it will hopefully help with the car count issue. You know, in past years, especially here recently, you've only had a handful of guys that were able to make kind of the whole schedule. Uh, but now, since nobody will need to run the entire thing to make some money, it'll hopefully draw some more cars. According to a release from the series, some names to expect during this first week include multi-time champions Bobby Pierce and Shannon Babb, and then guys like Ryan Unzicker, Jason Fager, Frank Heckenass Jr., Dennis Herb Jr., uh, Brian Shirley, Ashton Winger, Joseph Joyner, and more. Week one will continue through Sunday with other stops at Kankakee County, Tri-City, Fairbury, and Sycamore. Uh, on the modified national side, things will be wide open uh, with Nick Hoffman, now a full-time late model competitor with the World of Outlaws. One other series note here with uh, Ruben, Morel, uh, Ruben Morellis, excuse me, now the lead announcer for the Outlaws. You're going to hear veteran Chris Steppen on the mic all month long. If you can't get to these Hell Tour shows, they will be live over on Dirt Vision. Uh, around the other Dirt Racing podcast this week, Passing Points has Talon Turner. Quick Time has Tyler Swank. Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Eli Holden. All Gas No Breaks has Hudson O'Neill, Reese O'Connor, and more. Do Which on Dirt has Gray Parton, and there are new episodes from The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, Hoagie's Garage, Dirt Track Weekly, and Non-Wing Worldwide. To see all of these shows, all of the new episodes, hop over to dirttracker.com slash podcast. If you know of a podcast out there uh, for dirt racing that I don't have on this page, uh, feel free to uh, reach out and let me know, and uh, we'll get it added over here. Uh, that's it for today. Don't forget about the streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com. If you're looking for something to watch today, it's a busy Dirt Racing week. It's been busy up to this point. It's going to continue. 
A lot of stuff going on, so that'll be a good place uh, to check if you're looking for something to watch uh, later on tonight when you get done with work. I hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.